is up. I hope that you guys all had an absolutely amazing week. Fun fact, before I dive into this podcast, I just filmed about, I'd say five to ten minutes of this podcast, and my mind was absolutely scatterbrained, so I'm making myself restart. (laughs) I really debated because I like the rawness of just, you know, the podcast. I really like genuine and raw and just authentic things. Like, that is my favorite things in the entire world are just the genuine stuff. And I almost feel like I'm not being as raw restarting the podcast when I just filmed the first five minutes of it. But man, was it a mess. I I had up my facts wrong and I... I had the timing of things wrong, and I don't know. I was very, very scatterbrained, and I felt like I just needed to redo it because I didn't like the quality of it. Um, But like I said, I only did like five to ten minutes, so I didn't get in too deep. Um, So it's not like I'm redoing the whole podcast, but sometimes you just, if you're not proud of, you know, what you're going to be putting out there, then there should be no shame in restarting. Um, So anyways... I'm coming to you guys today, I'm in New Zealand, but this podcast is going to be taking place in Mission Beach, Australia. Um, Now, I'm making my way at this point down the east coast of Australia. I just came from Cairns, if you listened to the last episode, and yeah, Mission Beach is a tiny, tiny town. I want to say there's only like 500 residents or something like that, and most people, when they're backpacking the east coast they tend to skip Mission Beach. Um, Sure, I'd say it's about a 50-50 shot if people skip it or if they go. Um, But really, if you go to Mission Beach, you're only really going there for one thing, and that's to skydive because because they have world-class skydiving. Um, However, next time I come to Australia, Mission Beach skydiving is on my list. But I decided not to do it this time because it was a bit pricey, and I went skydiving last year. So I wanted to focus more on new experiences. And since I was budget traveling, I didn't want to spend money on things that I've already done, you know. So next time I'm, I'm in Australia, I'll definitely do Mission Beach skydiving. Like I said in the last podcast, I have this list on my phone that I made while I was in Australia titled, Next Time I'm in Australia, dot, dot, dot. And it's just all these things that I'm like, okay, next time I'm here for like five to six weeks, I'm going to do this stuff that I didn't do this time. And I, I had the best trip ever, and I have no regrets. Even if I would have went back, I wouldn't have done these things just because of budget purposes. But <clears throat> yeah, um, let's dive into the podcast. Um, so we are in Mission Beach, Australia. Let me take a sip. Perfect. Um, so if you guys listened to the last podcast... I met this guy, and we are calling him D Swizzle. He was my dance partner in Cairns, and when I was chatting with him when I was in Cairns, he told me that he was from Mission Beach, and he also told me, or maybe someone else did, that Mission Beach only has one hostel that is up and running. It's a super small town, like I said, and there isn't a lot to do. It's a lovely area, and I highly recommend you to go, but it's really not a lot there's not a lot to do um so oh no my battery's flashing at me we might be dying out in a few minutes but we'll just see how long this one lasts um so 
Someone told me if you're going to Mission Beach, there's no public transportation that takes you to the hostel, so you have to hitchhike. Well, lucky for me, instead of hitchhiking, I knew Dee Swizzle. So I got off the bus and I texted Dee Swizzle that I met in Karen's, like I said, and I was like, hey, I just got to Mission Beach. Is there any way that you could please pick me up and take me to the hostel? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got out of work. Give me 20 minutes and I'll be there. And sure enough, Dee Swizzle came through. He is such an amazing, genuine, great dude. If you're listening, holla, you're awesome. Um, but he picked me up and he told me that, like I said, super small town. He's like, there's only like one grocery store and it's not by the hostel at all. So he's like, it would be smart for you to go get groceries now with me um, before, you know, I drop you off at the hostel. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So he was so kind. He took me to a grocery store. I got some groceries and then we were on our way. And let me just say it is a good thing that he knew where this hostel was because it's kind of hidden. You have to like go up this hill and go around all these different turns. And then next thing you know, you're in like a jungle. And when I think of Australia, I personally never thought of rainforest and jungle. I always thought of, you know, desert and kangaroos and grasslands. Um, but yeah, they have some rainforest, and Mission Beach is the home of one of the rainforests. Um, so, next thing you know, I'm in this hostel, and he drops me off, such a good dude, and I'm in the freaking jungle. So, I go to reception, and there's no one there, and I see that there's a note that says, hey, text this number if there's no one here. So, I get on WhatsApp, and I text that number. And while I'm waiting for the reception guy to come, I'm looking at this map that's right by reception. And it's just a map of the whole area. And this one spot on the map really sticks out to me. And that's because it's this beach that is called Brooks Beach. Now, <laughs> my name is Brooke, if you did not know. Um, I do go by Olivia sometimes when, I was tra like when I'm traveling. And for this whole trip, I went by my middle name. Like, for all of Australia, I went by my middle name, Olivia. So if anyone is listening from Australia or from that trip, they know me as Olivia. And I kind of loved it. I loved going by my middle name. But then it was confusing because people would add me on social media and they'd be like, wait, why does it say Brooke? And I'm like, oh, well, my middle name's Olivia. I go by that now. And then I'd have to like explain the whole thing about how Latin America, no one pronounced my name correctly and da, 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 da. So I, for New Zealand, I just went by, I've been going by my first name, Brooke. Um, but for all of Australia, I went by my middle name. Um, and it was great. So <laughs> anyways, I am in Mission Beach. I see that there is a beach called Brooks Beach and I'm like, I am going there tomorrow. I'm definitely going to go there tomorrow. So I spend the rest of my evening in. I meet some people. I meet these two girls that are traveling. Um, I meet some other people staying at the hostel. It's just a really chill hostel. Definitely not a party hostel. And the next day, I get up and I hear these cries coming from downstairs. Like, cries as in a child crying, like a really young child, like a toddler. So I only had one full day in Mission Beach, right? I was spending a total of three days there, but I got there in the evening and then I spent one full day there and then I was leaving the next morning to go to my next destination. So I only had one full day. I wake up in the morning and I'm on the phone with my friend Maya um, back at home and I'm just chatting with her 
And I just hear this baby, not baby, this toddler, <laughs> uh, get my facts straight. It's like this three-year-old kid throwing a tantrum. I mean, maybe maybe he was two, um, but he was just throwing an absolute tantrum. And then I heard this really stressed out father, you know, yelling at him and like, just like his, the father was trying to clean. He owned the hostel and his son just wanted the attention and wanted to be held and played with and whatnot. And so I'm just hearing these two things going back and forth. I'm hearing the baby crying and I'm hearing the father stressed and I'm on the phone with my friend Maya. And it is absolutely, like, tearing me up um, because the thing is, is we live in a generation where you can't just go up to someone and, you know, offer your help usually because, one, they might take it as an insult. Like, no, I got this. Do you not think I have this? Or two, if, you know, we're talking about parenting, right? Like, if I wanted to go offer my help to a parent, two, they might think you're a creep, you know, they might be like, no, go away. You're unsafe. You're a stranger. Why would you try to help me with my kid? Right. But I come from a really, really big family. I mean, my mom has like 15 siblings and growing up, there was constantly someone in our family with a baby on the way, like an aunt or mostly like, yeah, my aunts always, there was always at least one aunt that was pregnant growing up. So I grew up constantly around babies and toddlers and I'm very I'm a very nurturing person um I really I love babies and toddlers even more than kids I mean I like kids they're cool but um I mean I started babysitting probably when I was 12 years old so it, it really like I understand you know of course sometimes babies cry for no reason but I just, I, it really, it, it, I don't know, it was really just eating me up that I was hearing this baby absolutely throwing a tantrum, and I, the fact that I thought, like, there's nothing I can do to help, because I don't want to come off as creepy, and I also don't want to come off as, you know, like, better than you, in a sense, you, you know, you get what I'm saying? So, I was debating, and I probably debated for 10 minutes, um, of just hearing this back and forth. Um, and I was on the phone with Maya and I was like, what should I do? Like, should I like, cause it was eating me up not to like go down there and just offer help. Um, and Maya was like, just go, go offer help. Just politely, you know, just say, Hey, you don't have to say yes, but you know. And so finally he came, the dad came upstairs with the son and the son's still crying and he's trying to, you know, vacuum and clean up the hostel and at one point, I think he turned off the vacuum, and I was just like, hey, 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 like, I'm really, I'm good with kids, and, um, like, if you want, uh, you don't have to say yes, but, like, I wouldn't mind if, you know, he just hung out with me for, like, an hour or two while you did whatever you need to do, because I'm just chilling up here, like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect me much if he hangs out with me, um, and the dad took me right up on that. He was like, really? Like, that means so much. Thank you so much. And that just showed me, like, <sighs> just always have such good intentions, you know? Like, I don't know. I just think that it just showed me 
worst case scenario, he would have what? Thought I was a creep or he might have thought, oh, you think you're better than me. And so what? That would have just been that. And I could have just headed out for the day and not had to deal with them. So just take the risk sometimes. And like that really meant the world to the father. So I ended up hanging out with his two-year-old son for quite a bit. We, you know, played Jenga. And it was funny like playing Jenga because I'm playing with a hostel kiddo, right? Like his dad owns the hostel. And we're playing Jenga, and I'm just seeing, like, it's hostile Jenga. So, like, I would pull out one, and it would say, like, do a strip tease or something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm playing Jenga, like this Jenga with <laughs> this two-year-old little kid. Uh, but it, it was just so funny. So I played Jenga with him. Um, I don't know what else we really did. We just kind of hung out for about an hour, and then... The dad came upstairs, he finished cleaning, he thanked me, and he was like, hey, like, if you want, I'll give you a ride into town, um, so that way, you know, you don't have to hang out at the hostel all day. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll take you up on that. So he took me into town, and he dropped me off at this cafe. Um, it's called the Bingle Bay Cafe, and oh my goodness, I mean, I was in Australia for five weeks total. I had coffee nearly almost every day I was in Australia, and I did not have a single coffee that I was disappointed in or that I didn't like or I that I didn't even, I did not even have one that I didn't even love, you know, if that makes sense. Like, I, I freaking loved every single coffee I had in Australia. They were all so good. They never went wrong. And I gotta say, this one in particular at the Bingle Bay Cafe... I got a latte. I got an oat milk latte and I might have put some kind of syrup in it. I want to say that was the best latte I've ever had in my life. It's at least in top three. I mean, that place was nothing special either. It was a super small cafe and it was the best. It was so freaking good. And just the vibe of the place is like groovy and I, I freaking loved it. I'd love to own a cafe that's just like groovy dude kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, so I got a coffee and I headed out for my adventure to find Brooks Beach. But first, I was in Bingle Bay. And all of these beaches are right by each other. So there's like Mission Beach, Bingle Bay, Brooks Beach. They're all by each other. Um, so I went to Bingle Bay. And this day, it was raining, so I had my rain jacket on, and I'm walking around with coffee, and just, just in my rain jacket shorts, I have my camera tucked into my shirt. So it's funny, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably see, like, this photo from Brooks Beach, where I'm like, it just makes my stomach look so weird, because my camera was tucked into my rain jacket. Um, but I headed to Bingle Bay, and I absolutely fell in love with that place. I mean, I have TikToks of me just in a genuine state of awe, you know, like, I feel like out of all of Australia, this wasn't my most favorite spot. We'll get to that in a later podcast, but this is up in top three for me. I want to say this ranks number three on the list of places I went in Australia because I freaking loved Bingle Bay. It was just hippies everywhere. You had a lot of camper, camper vans. You had coconuts in the trees. You had hippies to see. And I don't even remember what else I said. I like came up with this little like slogan when I was in Bingle Bay. But it was my paradise. Those kind of places like speak to me 
on a spiritual level, I swear. Like, when I go to a beach and it's where the jungle meets the sea, I fall in love. Like, you have awesome wildlife. You have... I just love the jungle and I love the ocean. And then there was surf because there's hippies everywhere. And the fact that there's hippies, it's just good vibes and everyone's just like good vibes and high tides, you know? It's just like a whole freaking vibe. Um, it, it was rainy, like I said, when I went there. So there was no one out surfing or anything. But if I would have saw that place in the summertime, I almost think it's a good thing that I did this trip this year and at this time of year doing Australia and New Zealand in their winter time because I genuinely think some of the places I have been this summer if I would have saw them in their peak in their summertime I wouldn't have wanted to even think about coming home I mean I already didn't want to come home let alone if I would have saw these places in the summertime where there's surfers everywhere and whatnot I would have been looking at houses I mean there's so many places that I absolutely just fell in love with this summer um Australia and New Zealand are both a dream a total dream um but yeah anyways so I go to Bingle Bay I absolutely fall in love and I have the whole beach pretty much to myself because it is raining um, and it, when I say raining, it's not downpouring, but it's like misting, you know? Um, so I'm getting photos. I'm literally just taking it all in. I finish my coffee and I head towards Brooks Beach. And I finally make it there. It was a bit of a walk, but I make it to Brooks Beach. And whoa, whoa, wait. Actually, wait a second. I think that is when I hitchhiked. I think I hitchhiked to Brooks Beach. Yep, that's what it is. Also, when I got to Mission Beach, I forgot to say this at the very beginning, I saw kangaroos for the first time. Wild kangaroos, they were on the side of the road, and Dee Swizzle was like, hey, look, it's kangaroos, and I was like, oh my gosh, it was like a whole thing. Um, anyways, let's go back to the story. So, before I get to Brooks Beach, it is a bit of a walk. So I start walking in that direction, and then I keep replaying in my head, this thing that a guy in Karen's told me. He's like, if you go to Mission Beach, it's a super safe area to hitchhike. There's not many residents, so everyone knows everyone. And you got to pretty much hitchhike to get around. So I look at the map and it says that I have about an hour walk or something like that to Brooks Beach, which I was cool with. So I was just, I just started on my walk. I was walking alongside the road and I just decided, you know what? Hitchhiking is on my bucket list let's knock it off. So I start sticking up my thumb and car after car after car is just passing me. I am getting no hits. Um, and right when I start to lose hope, I decide, you know what, I'm going to film a funny TikTok. So I take out my phone and I go on this tangent about how you got to see the good in every situation. Um, because honestly, that's whole backpacker mentality. If you're a backpacker, you definitely have to be an optimist. Um, so I just go on this tangent about how if I wasn't walking right now, you know how many things I would have missed? You know, so that's like seeing the good in it. And then at the very end of that TikTok, also my TikTok is the same as my Instagram, I believe. I think it's underscore Brooke Seals underscore. But anyways, right when I... I'm about to end this TikTok. I hear a car coming behind me. And I'm like, you know what? Just for, you know, shits and giggles, I'll stick out my thumb. So I stick out my thumb. 
And sure enough, it's this girl that's my age and she picks me up and I go hitchhiking for the first time ever. And it was so funny. So I get in her car. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I was so lucky, you know, I got super lucky. I got a girl and she was my age. Um, she asked me where I was going and she's, I told her I'm, I want to go to Brooks Beach. And she's like, oh, well, lucky for you. I'm headed to the beach that's right next to that. So she told me that she works at the cafe. Like I was just talking about the Bingle Bay Cafe. And um, she's like, I have to actually be back in like a half an hour for work. I'm just like on lunch break. So do you want me to like just pick you back up on the way back and I'll take you to the hostel? And I was like, you are amazing. So <laughs> she does that. So I had about a half an hour at Brooks Beach. I got to take some photos. I got to take it all in. It was the same vibe as Bingle Bay where it was like hippie and um, it was definitely less crowded than Bingle Bay and Bingle Bay wasn't crowded at all. But Brooks Beach had no campers on it. It had no hippies. It was jungle meets the sea, but it's almost like the... Um, the not touristy. And I don't even want to say Bingle Bay's touristy because at least the day I went, I was the only one out on the beach. But I can see during the summertime Bingle Bay being quite the touristy spot and Brooks Beach being like the off the grid, you know? So anyways, I spent some time there. I come back up the hill when she tells me, like, you know, meet me here at this time. Sure enough, she's there waiting. She takes me back to the hostel and I officially can say and check it off my bucket list, I have hitchhiked. Um, and that's not a big deal to a lot of people, but if, you, if there's Americans listening to this, they would literally call me crazy because growing up in America, you were taught hitchhiking is a no-go. You do not do that. It is not safe. And personally, I would never hitchhike in America. I actually met a guy when I was in Wanaka, New Zealand, and he told me that he hitchhiked all through America. And I'm still shocked. I can't believe he did that. Um, and honestly, kudos to him because I personally would never, I, I just, there's no way, but there is certain spots of the world where I would definitely hitchhike again. Um, I heard Europe is pretty safe. I'd have to look more into it, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend hitchhiking around Australia and New Zealand. And after I did this, I did find out later on in my travels that some spots in Australia, in Australia aren't good for hitchhiking and actually most of Australia is not very safe for it so I did find that out after the fact I hitchhiked but spots like this like in Mission Beach I say go for it screw it YOLO <laughs> um anyways I get back and I am literally ecstatic like I just hitchhiked every time I check something off my bucket list I'm through the freaking roof. I'm having the best day ever, as probably most people that check stuff off their bucket list. And if you do not have a bucket list and you're listening to this, make a bucket list. It is so worth it. And you will not regret it. It actually makes you get the stuff that you want to do done. And I can't recommend it enough. So I get back and I'm just so, you know, giddy. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just did that. So I start talking to these guys that are, you know, chilling at the hostel. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just went hitchhiking for the first time. It was so cool. Da, da, da. And they couldn't believe that I've never been hitchhiking. Because like I just said, in some countries, like I think they were Europeans. I think they were from Spain. Um, they were just, they were shocked. They were like, really? You've never been hitchhiking? Like, everyone hitchhikes. <laughs> um, but not in America. We do not do that. I do not condone um, hitchhiking in America. 
Anyways, I meet this guy that's hanging out with this group of guys. And he, he doesn't need a nickname. He's cool. Um, yeah, I don't think I need to give him, well, I'll just call him, I'll call, I'll call him a, well, I feel like he doesn't need a nickname because I really have nothing, like I never had a thing with him. Yeah, so I meet this guy named Tony, <laughs> Tony Baloney, um, and Tony was literally the coolest. He was an Australian dude, and I started chatting with him, and that night, I literally chatted with Tony for hours. Like, we stayed up just chatting shit because we were cracking up about everything. He was such a cool dude. So, he's Australian, and um, I hope he doesn't sh mind that I share this, but... He is a high school math teacher, and I really was inspired by his story, and I think his story is just one of the coolest that I've heard. Um, so this guy, he has lived his whole life, went to private school, he was very, you know, straightforward with, like, you know, clean-cut life, getting a 4.0 constantly, like, all A's great student, lived his whole life around being a student, right? So right after high school, he went to college, he got his degree, he started teaching, you know, living the, the basic lifestyle, you know, but successful, you know, very successful. Well, it hit him last year that he's never really traveled and that he's lived in Australia his whole life and he's focused his whole life around his studies that he never took time you know, to explore and to be wild and to be reckless. And so he spontaneously decided, you know what, I'm going to take a year off from teaching and I'm going to go and I'm going to backpack all of Australia. And so he did. And he gave himself a mullet because he's never had a mullet and it was, you know, his time to shine, to be a little wild. And he's not in f up in front of his students. Um, so he gave himself a mullet. He did some wild hikes. He is living completely out of his car with occasionally going to a hostel um, for like showers and whatnot. And he's just doing that for a year and he's still, he's not any less successful than he, what he was. He's just taking some time to be wild. And if you've ever seen the movie, uh, I've, Into the Wild, I want to say it's called. I want to say this is kind of how Tony was, is he's just taken this year off to, you know, backpack and to be a little reckless, and it is the coolest thing ever to me. So, Tony, if you're listening, you are awesome, and you're one of the coolest people I've met in Australia, for sure. Tony was a G, and he comes up in future podcasts. So, um, yeah, I think that might be it. Oh, <laughs> And apparently, if you are, I don't want to get this wrong, a Asian, maybe? I don't want to say, I want to say Asian. If you're Asian, um, par Asian parents sometimes spank their children with chopsticks. Um, <laughs> that's just a random, you know, a final thing to end this podcast off on. So this is a short one this week, but, you know, it makes up for last week. Uh, if you want a longer one, definitely go listen to last week's. But next week, we're going to be talking about Townsville and Magnetic Island. Those are some great stories, let me tell you. Um, those are, I mean, you talk about backpacking, classic, last minute, 
backpacking, sign up for next week's podcast. Let me just tell you that. Um, I'm going to take a sip. All right. Well, with that being said, I am so happy that you guys have listened to this podcast this week. And, um, yeah, if you'd like to, you know, listen to more, make sure to follow along. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever this is on, honestly. I don't know all the platforms this is on, but, yeah. Um, and have a great week, lovers. Oh my gosh, I take that back. I kind of hated that. <laughs> okay, see ya. Oh.